you're an early riser in Catch Haven today, just before the morning show, you may already know the big news from this longtime ministry, but we're going to repeat it today for those of sleep in a little bit longer. And we'll now introduce you to the man charged with leading the historic Haven Ministries, David Wollen. And good morning, David. Good morning. Good to be with you. So it's nice to meet you and introduce you to our listeners. And so tell us about this transition to Haven as being the head of Haven Ministries. How did that come about? Sure. Well, for me, it's kind of like coming home. I've been at Haven. I came to Haven first just out of college. Charles Morris and I met while I was a student there, and this is going back more than 20 years. And so I began working for Charles back in 2005 and got to go with him wherever he went as his assistant, and that was kind of how I got introduced to Christian radio. But, you know, fast forward 20 years, and it's been it's been a journey, but Charles and I have never you know, stopped reaching out and talking with each other every few weeks, close friends, and uh, it, it was a, it was an easy decision to come back to Haven, and a lot of joy in that. So thinking of that, does he have any funny quirks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, more, than, more than I'm going to share on the air, but I, I, you know, I'll tell you this, this is my favorite thing about Charles, because he loves to travel, and he is an encyclopedia of all kinds of crazy information, and he's lived in so many different places. So wherever we would travel, he didn't need a, a map, and he would correct the GPS and wherever we're driving. No, don't take that freeway. Take this freeway. And, and he always knows. Now, there was a senator that was shot over here, or this is the historic landing of this or that, you know, his, American history. So, yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun to travel with and be with. But, but you know what the thing about Charles is he loves people. Never forgets a face, never forgets a name, never forgets a story. And when you're with him, he doesn't think about anything else. He's just happy to be with you. And if I can, if I can imitate just a little bit of that, I'll be a lot better off, I think. That's such a precious quality to have, a wonderful quality. So Haven has been around for a long time, and I remember listening to it actually on WMBI when I was a kid. There'd be like bells or something, or I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, how has Haven changed over the years, and what excites you most about the Haven of today and tomorrow? Sure. So Haven turns 90 this year, and it's uh, it's actually the oldest Still on the air, daily Christian radio program, so 90 years, and I'll be the fifth speaker. And so we've done this succession thing successfully four times, so praise the Lord. Uh, and we think this one's going pretty well as, as well. So, yeah, Haven was an innovation in 1934 when it was started. And we look back at those old photos and think, well, that looks a little bit quaint. You know, there's four guys in sailors' uniforms and this fella whose whose real name uh, was Paul Myers, but he went by first name Bob on the air. But back in 1934, this was not done. And he was sharing his testimony of what Christ had done in his life. And it was on secular radio, and he just asked for a Sunday slot. Well, Haven has continued to innovate through the years. Charles has been an innovator as well, very much in, in his time and bringing his his experience as a secular news journalist to Haven today. And in fact, it, he'll, he'll tell you it was 9-11 that the Lord used uh, as, as a, a wake-up call for the ministry to say, you know, we need to be today. And in fact, in fact, some people don't know this, Haven records today for tomorrow. I, I don't know how many other, you know, widely syndicated programs do that, but that's, that's how we work because we want to be speaking into the now we want to be sharing Christ, and I mean that, and that's always the goal. 
If everyone feels like they just had some time with Jesus after listening to Haven, of course, that's my goal too. I want to spend some time with Jesus too. Um, and we need to do that every every day in the now. Well, that's that's what we want to be doing. Amen. So one thing about Haven, if you listen to the program, is you guys reach beyond the borders of the U.S. You definitely are a worldwide ministry and sharing what God is doing in other places through other people. So is there a, sp- a certain place that has your heart that you would like to focus on in, during your time? Well, my so we, we have listeners, you're right, all around the world. Um, the, the Philippines with, with Far East Broadcasting Company, FEBC, there's 13 stations they own there. We're all, all over the, the Philippines. But I my heart is actually in the places where not only Haven doesn't reach, but the gospel doesn't reach. And this is something very few Christians today, at least in my experience, know. And as I know it because I spent four years, uh, the last four years as a vice president at Far East Broadcasting Company. And I learned that there are 3.1 billion people who are considered unreached. And that's a technical term. That's not unchristian. That's unreached in the sense that they have never heard the gospel. They have very little chance of ever hearing the gospel in their, in their mother tongue. And that needs to be the, the, the focus uh, for, for international missions. Um, and that's, so that's the burden on my heart. And if I can use uh, the opportunity of, of being a broadcaster on the air with Haven to help draw attention to that, I'd consider that a huge win. So have you yourself done a lot of traveling? And if so, through Far East Broadcasting, mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably have been. Uh, what's the place that really tugged at your heart, the country that really tugged at your heart? Mm, you know, just last year I was in Kyrgyzstan. And uh, this is a this is a, a place in Central Asia, and I've got a I've got a, across the street from me where I live. I have a UPS pilot neighbor, and I told him where I was going, and he he's an international pilot, and he looked with a blank face at me and said, "I'm going to be honest, I don't know where that is," and and in fact, so Central Asia is, is Asia is one of the places that is considered unreached, but they're in Kyrgyzstan, and and seeing. Uh, the 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 influence of of Islam and in fact and to learn that um, countries in the Middle East are actually sending what you might call a, a Muslim minist- uh, missionaries to that region to help radicalize and then seeing what the what the believers the extreme minority are doing so courageously to share the gospel uh, I it 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 made me all the more bold and de- determined. Uh, to come alongside them in prayer and in any other way that I can. Well, we're looking forward to how you unpack that on Haven today as we listen in. Tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah, sure. So I've been married to Marcy for, it'll be 20 years this this coming July, and uh, we have three kids, and they're, they're ages 10 and 12. Those are two girls born very close together. And then the Lord sent us a, a little guy uh, a number of years later, so he's five, and uh, and so yeah, we're we're a family of five, and and loving every minute of it. You know, I, it's funny. I we we had an SUV, uh, but before Zach was born, and I thought this is great. We've got two bucket seats in the back seat. We're gonna go see the country, and then we had to turn it in for a minivan. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, our 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 family is um, is a lot of fun, and our little guy keeps us on our toes. Um, but but we're grateful, and they love. Here's the, here's the best thing. They they've been part of our church program, the Iwana program at our church, and they are each of them in really unique ways taking little steps towards Jesus, and 
that's what I want to see. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that is so cool, and I love God's surprises. He does that in families. <laughs> so, well, before I let you go, I just want you to share with our listeners some prayer requests that you have for the ministries, some, maybe some ways they can get involved, or, um, you know, we'd be praying for the ministry and for you in this new season. Yeah. I just don't want to take my eyes off of Jesus. I was just reading in John 7, just a couple of mornings ago in my morning devotions, and and Jesus is is talking about uh, glory in that passage, and, he, and people are challenging his authority. And he says, he says, the one who's, I'm going from memory here, he says that the one who speaks on his own is seeking his own glory. And the one who, uh, and, and, he said, and he's contrasting himself, and he says, you know, I'm seeking the glory of the one who sent me. And I, I said, oh, Lord Jesus, you're, you're the only one who can truly say that and embody that completely. But boy, I want to emulate that, Lord. Let me be not one who speaks on my own authority, but one who's seeking your glory. Um, and that's my prayer in the middle of this succession time overlap that Charles and I have. I want to keep my eyes on Jesus and not get too wrapped up in, in national media or any of the other opportunities we, we have, which are wonderful to steward. But it is, like we say in the air, it is all about Jesus and his glory, period. So great. I love that. David Mullen from Haven Ministries, the new head, and taking over after Charles Morris. And looking forward to the days ahead, David. Thank you for taking some time out of NRB to, to speak with me. It is my pleasure. Thank you, Deb. Thank you.